how this actually works. Right on. Almost like we know what we're doing. Uh, I don't know about that. This is uh, this is going to be the one we don't really want to do. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. Welcome to Off the Post, brought to you by Charlie's Smoked Brisket Queso, a delicious concoction that involves two of the Soccer Chat four food groups. Uh, Jeff, sad day. Been uh, been a stressful afternoon. My uh, my son had a glass of Dr Pepper with his lunch, and uh, the Red Wolves looked like they could have used his energy today. Well, I think they should have had some Charlie's barbecue for some protein. Uh, of course, you know I got the Hangster yesterday, and I'm saying that just to rub it in yet again. So, oh, because- I know my spy cam was watching every delicious bite last night that you were mm. having. Mm-hmm. It was good too, and you know, after today's match, that's about the only positive thing I have to say is uh, about Charlie's barbecue. Yeah, yeah, not gonna lie, this game was very disappointing. Um, one that I would say probably was the uh, the most disappointing performance of the season. When you look back at some of the other losses, uh, the games that we played against Greenville, uh, even the loss where we ended up uh, falling against uh, Tormenta at home, those were games where either we had control, we had opportunities created. This game just felt like we could not get anything going. Yeah, well... I think we had joked before the game that it, maybe they were going to be hypnotized by all those lines on the field, but they did play like a side that was hypnotized, like they were just in kind of a funk, and they didn't um, purpose didn't seem to be there today uh, as it, as it usually is. I'm not sure that makes sense, but it just kind of felt like they were in autopilot. Yeah, this is the first game in quite a while where they've had a full week to prepare. And I don't know, it's almost like having that slowed down schedule kind of lulled them a bit into sleep. Um, You had three shots in the first half that were all on goal. Uh, Pretty decent chances, one with Greg Hurst, uh, one from Connor Doyle, and uh, a third one that I really can't remember, but... You know, they had these opportunities that were on goal. The the keeper made pretty decent saves for forward Madison. And that was apparently it. Uh, towards the end of the game, around the 85th minute, uh, our good buddy Chris Makoviak says they're uh, three shots on goal. They were all in the first half. They, they didn't get a shot on goal in the second half. Yeah. Well, and actually it wasn't just the – now, if you looked at just shots on goal, we were amazing, but we only had one third of the shots that Madison had because Madison had had 15 shots. And uh, even though our we had a lot more on goal, when you're getting the ball in and taking three times as many shots, one of them is going to go in. That is true. And of course, one that doesn't get recorded as a shot, probably the best opportunity we had all game was Ro Pineda being set free going into the box if he hits at one time i got to imagine that's going to be the score that ties the game for us um but he just waits a little too long and the defender ends up closing him down and and getting it cleared away um you talk about all the shots that madison had i guess one positive note to take from this is uh, alex mangles came up with quite a few really good plays or this game could have been a lot worse than just one nothing 
yeah, he uh, he got a, a lot of saves in. We had some decent clearances, but I got to say Madison had some really impressive clearances today. The other thing that kind of shot us in the foot, I think uh, it impacted one of our goal opportunities was offsides. And, and it felt like we didn't know where we were on that field. And I don't, and I was joking about the lines, but I don't know, did that come into factor, but it shouldn't, you know, uh, it, we had, let me, I had seen, I, I couldn't believe the uh, actual, I, I just saw the stat. Yeah. They had uh, Madison had zero offsides. We had eight. I mean, that stands <laughs> out. I mean, that's, that's yeah. a major factor. Now, I'm a firm believer that if you go through a game without getting any offsides, are are you really even trying to score goals? Um, but having eight, eight to zero, that is quite a bit. And, and I don't know. I mean, you don't necessarily want to make excuses. These guys are pros. They should be able to, to, to play in any type of condition. Um, but that may have been something that kind of threw them off of having all the lines and trying to, trying to pay attention to where the players were and, and seeing those different lines um, you know, there's a whole lot of junk that gets talked between clubs when it comes to field conditions. And, uh, you know, we just talked on Friday about the fact that, you know, Madison or, you know, ourselves, people are with COVID and all of the different rules are in pretty bad situations. And so I'm not going to fault or blame Madison for trying to make the best of a situation and trying to put on a game and allow fans to be in the stands to watch them. But I mean, that's that's rough. That was really rough looking at those lines. You couldn't even tell on the far side what was the touchline if they were out of bounds or not. Yeah, um, it made for really hard watching. And, and I got to imagine it was kind of difficult for the players um, for all the trash that gets talked about us. And the fact that our turf is brand new, top quality FIFA certified. Um, and just because we happen to not have lights. Uh, because our league one is the mean girls cafeteria, but <laughs> it, it made the game kind of hard to watch. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think that that does play a factor, but what um, the offsides does not answer is what happened to their motivation and what happened to their focus. And that seemed to slip. And, uh, and again, I have so many things I'm very excited about our club. And we are so much better than we were last year. And we are a good club. And I think that's one of the things that makes us tough is we're better than that. And that's not a knock on forward Madison. That's just the fact that the Red Wolves did not play like the Red Wolves. And so that's very disappointing because not just our future club, but our club now, who we have, can do a much more focused performance. So that's why I just felt like uh, – today's grade would be low and it wasn't and it wasn't um, because of circumstances but it was because of effort so around the 60th minute a ball goes out for a corner uh marky hernandez was Mm. you know trying to work some of his magic on the end line and get a cross in and it gets deflected out for a corner and i just kind of noticed him he's sitting there and he he starts to kind of stretch stretch his hamstrings stretch his calf muscles and uh, immediately, Ronaldo Pineda from warming up down there at the end line makes a run up to center field where the where the team dugout is. And very shortly thereafter, he gets substituted. Um, and you had mentioned when we were texting before this started that that really sagged the energy. The rest of the game after Marky Hernandez came off, he had had a very quiet day up till then, honestly. Um, 
you know, it, it, it felt like the Red Wolves of old. It was a, a team that was behind one to nothing, and you just kept saying to yourself, nothing's going to happen here. They're not going to they're not, they're not going to get anything done. You didn't feel like when they went down at Richmond, I, I fully felt they were going to come back in that game. And I did not feel that this afternoon. There was that sag of energy once uh, Marky Hernandez came off. And I hope that it's more precautionary because he's coming back from an injury than something that's been re-aggravated. Uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed on that. Yeah, I was concerned when I saw uh, Connor Doyle take the corner. Not a knock on Connor Doyle, but it's usually not Connor doing the corners. It's usually mm-hmm. Marky or it's Ricky. And so I thought, uh-oh, something's not quite right. Why? What's going on there? And I'm, it was even though Marky didn't have his typical Marky performance in this match, I do think the energy – uh, for the rest of our side dropped without Marky there. And that was noticeable. Uh, so we were already kind of not on all cylinders, but when you took Marky out, it was even less so. So we'll have to see where, uh, where that goes. I agree with you. There's a lot of positive things when you look at this team of to see, you know, Coach Obleda, uh, from any conversation that I've had with him, he is not going to be afraid for us to say, you know, that wasn't good enough. And I'm sure that's the same message he was communicating as all the guys went through their, their cool down reps uh, after the game is that that was not good enough. That was not the quality um, that we should expect as Red Wolves fans um, and that they should expect for, of themselves as a team. And that's ultimately what has me excited about this near term, you know, two to three years uh, that we have Jimmy Obleda here before he obviously goes off to his his award-winning career with the U.S. national team and, and ultimately with Chelsea in the Champions League um, is, uh, is that, you know, we're a team that's going to be in it and is going to fight and is going to be exciting and is going to score goals. Um, there's a lot of young talent here and a lot of guys with a lot of potential that have stood out this season. Um, but when you look forward – and you look at the teams that are behind us, um, you know, the, the math starts to get really difficult. Yeah, it's really tight. And um, I'm, I'm a little more frustrated with this loss than I was Saturday's loss. Because at least when we played against uh, Greenville, it felt like we were still in it until at the very end. It felt like we still could have pulled something together. In this match, I didn't really feel that we didn't feel like we really threatened, and so I hope that changes. But yeah, yeah. we're at I think at eighteen points now, and Richmond is at seventeen. Union at sixteen. Uh, Ford and FC Tucson are at fourteen, and even um, Tormenta is at thirteen points. So we're ten points from um, Greenville, who I think they have that locked uh, for that first place. But that second place is really tight, and. We're going to have to sit back and depend on others not winning to be able to keep in this hunt. No, when you look at it, the biggest problem comes with teams that have games in hand. Um, Now, Richmond's going to have a pretty compact schedule coming up, much like we did in September, as they try to get caught up to everyone else in the league. They've had a couple of games postponed uh, for various reasons. Um, and then Omaha as well, I, you know, we're, we're having to look at most likely if we were to win out, we'd end the season at 30 points and with possible points remaining, we're going to have to hope that Richmond can drop eight points 
you know, that's like two losses and a tie. That's, that's a lot to ask. And we're going to have to hope that Omaha struggles as well and drops, you know, two to four points themselves. Yeah. Um, I think it's possible. It's not mathematically, you know, we haven't been mathematically eliminated, but it's really difficult. And like you said, we have to depend on results from other places in the league. Um, and that's just the worst situation to be in. As we all remember last year when Lansing Ignite folded their club in the last game of the season and allowed Madison to go right on past us into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, that was frustrating. And uh, yeah, but you know what? Um, it's a short season and uh, we're kind of lucky to have this season because we almost didn't. And I know yeah. we're giving grief uh, for Madison for uh, their field. I understand that this is not the field that they were intending on playing on this year, but because of COVID restrictions, they had to make some changes and we are not, our field isn't as prepared as it needs to be. And I think that's a direct result for COVID as well as other issues. So I guess in that way, I'm thankful for what we got, but boy, it's really going to be um, tricky to get to that second place at the end. Uh, it's doable, but boy, we are we have not done ourselves any favor today. So we are going to be off the rest of the week. Uh, don't worry, we are still going to be bringing you awesome soccer chat content. Uh, but the Red Wolves will play again on Wednesday, October 7th at home against North Texas. That game is at noon. Um, so start laying the groundwork now for uh, being able to call out sick with your boss and <laughs> come watch the Red Wolves. Um, and I think another cool thing that's coming up this Tuesday at the stadium from 530 to 7, the, the Red Wolves are going to do a live practice session. Fans are going to be allowed to come in and – uh, sit in the seat backs and watch Jimmy Obleda run a team practice. Well, that's good. I think that's going to be a really cool thing. And, you know, if you've got young kids that are interested, uh, take them on out to the stadium and let them see. They'll have uh, hot dogs and, and hamburgers provided by uh, Texas Roadhouse for purchase, uh, as well as some other refreshments while you're out there and, uh, and see how the pros train and, and let those kids learn from that. Very cool. Very cool. All right, well, let's do a quick shout-out. Biggles Wade United, five goals in the second half over North Greensford United. Uh, congrats to Biggles Wade United on the big win. And uh, other than that, do you have anything else you'd like to share, Jeff? Uh, nothing else, and I don't want to talk about the Premier League at this time because uh, uh, it has been our uh, – my predictions have been rather pathetic. Uh, so I'm hoping tomorrow <laughs> turns things around. I got I – got, I got a goose egg so far, so I, I, I may get the consolation prize. I, I maybe get that. Yikes. Pick. The sign of shame. The sign of shame. Be making its way to soccer in the South. Uh. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, and girls and ladies, shout out to all the Red Wolves fans who made the trip to Madison. We saw all your posts on social media, and uh, that's all we got. You guys have a wonderful evening. Catch you later. Bye.